Cities worldwide are overcrowded, overpriced, and a source of global warming. The dream? Build a livable, affordable, eco-friendly community. Paul Salman went to California to see the plans for one of those big dreams. But there's still plenty of skepticism about that vision and the developers behind it. The line will be home to 9 million residents. Want a brand new dream city built? How about the line in Saudi Arabia? The line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide. No cars, no carbon emissions, designed to host a population of 9 million. Well, maybe someday, maybe not. But a lot closer to home and perhaps to reality, there's now California Forever, a planned cutting-edge community that has gobbled up 60,000 acres of farmland in Solano County, an hour north of San Francisco. We're building a new community in the Bay Area. CEO Jan Schramek. That's going to make it possible for a uh, new generation of Californians to realize the California dream, uh, the way that prior generations have been able to do it. This is the footprint that they're presenting. Here's how the new community depicts itself in the plans it showed Ronald Cott, mayor of Rio Vista, population 10,000, which borders the 60,000 acres. Surrounding communities, you know, kind of come here, do all their restaurants and shopping and that kind of thing. And, Pedestrians. And pedestrian, but everything is walkable. Housing for 50,000 to start, as many as 400,000 people eventually, with condos a lot cheaper than anything you can get in and around San Francisco. 18,000 acres for the town, another 21,000 for a solar farm to power it with energy to spare. We're in the heart of the new community. This will be medium density urban form uh, blocks of, of housing and our downtown will be just uh, a little bit this way from where we're standing today. Bronson Johnson of California Forever. When you're starting from scratch and you're building new water recovery plants and new energy plants, this can be entirely renewable and a sustainable model for the rest of the world to follow. In order to expand the project eventually, the group has made a series of legally binding promises to create 15,000 new jobs, spend $30 million to protect local ecosystems, and allocate $400 million for housing assistance. Homes that families can afford in safe and walkable neighborhoods. Moreover, it gives people a chance to build generational wealth. A historical problem for black people, says local real estate agent Princess Palmer. A lot of times it's the down payment and the closing costs that prevent people from being able to buy here in California. So that would be an amazing opportunity that you just don't see right now in California. Another local, Alex Pate, likes the project for a different reason. I have small children, a three-year-old and a one-year-old, and I have these concerns of where will they live and is there going to be housing for them when they are ready to buy. So the project seems pretty unobjectionable, right? Well, of course not. There have been objections galore, like at this town hall meeting. How do you expect anyone in this room or the county to believe what you're saying? For years, a firm known only as Flannery Associates quietly amassed tens of thousands of acres in Solano County, and no one knew why. Only last August did the New York Times report that Flannery was backed by Silicon Valley billionaires, which CEO Shramik now acknowledges. Our main investors are a group of Californians who've decided to double down on the state. So they include Lorian Powell Jobs, John Doerr, Michael Moritz, Mark Andreessen, and the venture fund Andreessen Horowitz. And Shramik only first appeared before locals in November. Locals didn't like the secrecy. 
and also worried about the strains that come with development, like water depletion. Every drop of water in this county is taken. Catherine Moy, mayor of Fairfield, abutting the project. They do have some water that they have from the land that they bought, okay? It's not enough for a city. It's not enough for that. So they say they're going to buy water from elsewhere. Okay, well, I, I bet they might. Um, but I don't think it's going to be enough. But says CEO Shramek. We have a water guarantee for every single building we build, whether it's an office building or a manufacturing facility or a home, we have to prove that we have enough water for many, many decades, including through drought periods. This is my grandfather and one of his pals. A little ways down the highway, rancher Kathleen Threlfall now tends the property purchased by her great-grandparents. When I come down the road, it's what everybody in the world wants. It's like the whole relaxation experience. I'm home, and this is my place. And how long are you going to stay here? Probably until I drop off the tractor or something. <laughs> so offers to buy her 243 acres, starting at $2 million, now up to 4.5, were non-starters. They have tried to buy my land. I have said no. Why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is my spot. There's the phrase we all know, NIMBY not in my backyard. Right. Oh God, I hate the idea of being a NIMBY. I really do. Well, I, but that's what you are. But no? that's what I am. That's what I am in this case. Yeah. I in mean, this case, I'm saying um, this is not a good idea in this particular place at this time. I don't like being called an, a NIMBY either. Again, Mayor Moy. I'm just a person who grew up here, loved this area, and this is um, upending all of that. There's one other big issue, the lawsuit. We have spent more on this lawsuit than what it would cost to get our kids through school. That's a half a billion dollar suit against landowners who refused to sell, claiming they colluded to inflate the price. Ian and Margaret Anderson, and even their distant family members, have been forced to defend themselves. They just pulled those family members in as well, I think just as a strong-arm tactic to frighten people to sell their land. The CEO's version? We made an offer to the Andersons. They made a counteroffer where they asked for a very high price. We said, no, thank you. We don't want to buy the property at that price. Um, and the lawsuit alleges that after that, um, they organized um, this price-fixing conspiracy in order to force us to pay the higher price. So have you guys been colluding with other people to jack up the price? I've been a farmer in this area for uh, 67 years, and I've never done any colluding in that realm any way, shape, or form. As to the discussion of selling, given the cost of the suit, it was and remains a painful one. It's amazing what a person considers doing when they are being asphyxiated. And that's what we felt was happening. There were many discussions between us about what's the right thing to do. Do we do what's right for us and plant our heels? Or do we think about the possibility to provide for our son 
in the future. And to keep the tradition. Keep the family operation going. But there must be a price at which you would sell, no? Oh, I take a little bit of offense to that because I wake up each morning looking forward to the farm day growing crops. I think there are some opportunities for our city. There are some uh, warning signs for our city too. As mayor, Cot is in favor of economic growth. As a resident who treasures where he lives, not so sure. But in November, he and his fellow citizens of Solano County will have to vote on preserving their backyard as is or opening it up to others. For the PBS NewsHour, Paul Salman.